Morning Prayer on the 20th of January, the third day of the week of prayer for Christian unity. Today the Church remembers Richard Roll of Hampole, a spiritual writer who died in 1349. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Your light springs up for the righteous and all the peoples have seen your glory. Blessed are you, Sovereign God, King of the nations. To you be praise and glory for ever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, your name is proclaimed in all the world. As the sun of righteousness dawns in our hearts, anoint our lips with the seal of your spirit, that we may witness to your gospel and, send your, and sing your praise in all the earth. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God for ever. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. The psalm today is number 81. The refrain, O come, let us sing to the Lord. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Sing merrily to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. Take up the song and sound the timbrel, the tuneful lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, as at the full moon upon our solemn feast day. For this is a statute for Israel, a law for the God of Jacob. The charge he laid on the people of Joseph when they came out of the land of Egypt. O come, let us sing to the Lord. I heard a voice I did not know that said, I eased their shoulder from the burden, their hands were set free from bearing the load. You called upon me in trouble and I delivered you. I answered you from the secret place of thunder and proved you at the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, and I will admonish you. O Israel, if you will but listen to me, there shall be no strange God among you. You shall not worship a foreign god. I am the Lord your God who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I shall sing it, but shall fill it. O sing, sing to the Lord. O come, let us sing to the Lord. But my people would not hear my voice, and Israel would not obey me. So I sent them away in the stubbornness of their hearts, and let them walk after their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. Then I should soon put down their enemies and turn my hand against their adversaries. Those who hate the Lord would be humbled before him and their punishment would last forever. But Israel would I feed with the finest wheat and with honey from the rock would I satisfy them. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Father of mercy, keep us joyful in your salvation and faithful to your covenant. And as we journey to your kingdom, ever feed us with the bread of life, your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. A poem in response to Psalm 81 by Malcolm Guide, taken from his book, David's Crown. Till shadows flee at last, and sorrow cease, come down and ease our shoulders from the burden 
to give our straining hearts some soft release, lest from sheer weariness they shrink and harden. Refresh us with the memory of grace. Remind us of your mercy, of that pardon you won for us forever from the cross. Then we will lift a lighter song to you and glimpse beyond our loneliness and loss the lovely new moon shining and the true signs of the kingdom coming where they gleam and kindle in the east still showing through this present darkness even as a dream of night before the dawn. Send us a sign that things are not so hopeless as they seem. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos, chapter 8. This is what the Lord God showed me, a basket of summer fruit. He said, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a basket of summer fruit. Then the Lord said to me, the end has come upon my people Israel. I will never again pass them by. The songs of the temple shall become wailings on that day, says the Lord God. The dead bodies shall be many, cast out in every place. Be silent. Hear this, you that trample on the needy and bring to ruin the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over so that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath so that we may offer wheat for sale? We will make the ephah small and the shekel great, and practice deceit with false balances, buying the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, and selling the sweepings of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob. Surely I will never forget any of their deeds. Shall not the land tremble on this account, and everyone mourn who lives in it, and all of it rise like the Nile, and be tossed about, and sink again like the Nile of Egypt? On that day, says the Lord God, I will make the sun go down at noon, and darken the earth in the broad daylight. I will turn your feasts into mourning, and all your songs into lamentation. I will bring sackcloth on all loins, and baldness on every head. I will make it like the morning for an only sun, at the end of it like a bitter day. The time is surely coming, says the Lord God, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord, they shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord, but they shall not find it. In that day the beautiful young women and the young men shall faint for thirst. Those who swear by Ashima of Samaria and say, As your God lives, O Dan, and as the way of Beersheba lives, they shall fall and never rise again. A reflection on the passage from Amos by Meg Warner, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. The end has come upon my people Israel. Amos now reports the fourth in a series of visions. The previous visions have predicted dark disaster and suffering. This time the vision is of a basket of summer fruits which seems rather tame after the first three visions of plagues and disasters, and hardly calculated to strike fear into the hearts of the people. This is indeed a strange chapter, 
unless you know something about Biblical Hebrew. The vision is constructed around a pair of words that sound similar but that have very different meanings. The word fruit, as it appears in verses 1 and 2, is in Hebrew, kayitz. The word end, in verse 2, is in Hebrew, kayitz. It is typical of Biblical Hebrew to build rhetoric around two similar sounding but opposing words. And the tactic is used here to great effect, as an image of warm ripeness morphs into an announcement of disaster and death. The text doesn't, to be fair, dwell on the pictures it implicitly conjures, of overripe fruit decaying and rotting as the late summer slides inevitably into autumn and winter, but that is the general idea. The glamorous and self-important Israelites who can't wait for the Sabbath to be over so that they can go back to selling the poor for silver will find themselves entering God's day of darkness, in which they will encounter mourning, lamentation, hunger and aimless wandering. God will turn Israel upside down. Let us respond in faith. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations that the Lord is King. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tell out his salvation from day to day. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Declare his glory among the nations and his wonders among all peoples. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. The Benedictus. It begins and ends with the refrain, This is the Christ, the chosen of God one who will bring healing to the nations. This is the Christ, the chosen of God, the one who will bring healing to the nations. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. This is the Christ, the Chosen of God, the one who will bring healing to the nations. So we turn to God in prayer and intercession, but also thanksgiving, thanksgiving for a new day, thanksgiving for a night's sleep, 
thanksgiving for those we love and those who love us. Thanksgiving for the love of God. The knowledge of Christ. For his death for us, his rising for us. The way he inspires us. The promise of eternal life. In the light of Christ, we confess our sins. The way we don't live up to the kind of life he shows us. And we confess the sins of our society and world. As we read in Amos of the poor being sold for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. We remember before God that even today human life is tra traded and trafficked and people are sold for pitiful amounts of money valued at very little. We pray for everyone in that situation today. Everyone who is in the hand of slave masters and traffickers. Everyone who is being handed on from one dreadful situation to another with no control. And all those who are locked into terrible situations seemingly without end. We pray for their release, O Lord, and we pray for your blessing on all those who work to release them and to expose this trade. The governments, the networks, organisations for ordinary citizens trying to become alert to the signs of slavery even in our midst. Help us to be alert, wise and courageous. And we pray for all those in police forces who are confronting this crime and for those who offer shelter support, some avenue of healing for those who have been enslaved. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Today we pray for the United States and for the new incoming president, for Joe Biden, and for Kamala Harris as they take up the reins of office. We pray that the inauguration ceremony may go off safely, that there may be no 
bloodshed, neither in Washington nor elsewhere. But Joe Biden may be able to establish himself as president as he sets out his programme and pushes it forward. And we pray for the hugely difficult challenge of creating peace and reconciliation. We pray for all those who truly believe that democracy has not been served, who believe that the election was stolen from them. All those who believe all sorts of strange things. That God may help them come to a more realistic and truthful way of seeing the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We continue to pray in the midst of this COVID crisis for the rollout of vaccinations in our own country, the overcoming of obstacles and throughout the world. Already such a huge disparity between those who have been back vaccinated in wealthy countries and in poor and middle-income countries. We pray that this may be overcome, that there may be just, equitable and safe sharing of this vaccine for all people. We pray for governments that are struggling to, to get it for their people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all whose mental health is suffering, all those who suffer anyway and whose well-being has been really damaged to a greater degree by lockdown and restrictions. For those who have become mentally ill or distressed, who never were before, but for whom the current situation has become more than they can equably bear. Pray for all those who work in the mental health field, those who are frustrated because they're not able to see their patients or their clients, all who are trying to, to reach out and help and heal in really difficult circumstances. 
all of us who are neighbours and friends of people who are suffering. For wisdom, grace, discernment. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray for the spread of the gospel throughout the world the knowledge of the justice and goodness of God, knowledge of the way of Christ and of his love. We pray that we may be instruments in opening up this hope and faith to others. And particularly we pray for those in our families and in our immediate circle for whom faith is a closed book at present. Be at work, O Lord, Holy Spirit of God. In our weakness, show your strength. In our faltering words, express the truth of your kingdom. In our marred and spoilt lives, May glimpses of your goodness, glory and forgiveness nevertheless shine out. Take us and use us, O merciful God. We thank God for spiritual writers. As the church thanks God for Richard Roll one of many spiritual writers and mystics of the 14th century. We thank God for those in our own day and for those who have inspired us, whether contemporary writers or those of the past. May we live in union with them, independence on Christ. Almighty God, in Christ you make all things new. Transform the poverty of our nature by the riches of your grace. And in the renewal of our lives, make known your heavenly glory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Believing the promises of God, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May Christ, who sends us to the nations, give us the power of his Spirit. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.